Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Bethel J, uh, Sacred Places with Bethel J, and I'm your host, um, Bethel J. And uh, good evening. Today is Saturday, December twenty, December sixteenth, twenty seventeen, and uh, we are continuing to wind down the new year um, here on Sacred Places. Um, this is our fourth episode in our six-part series dedicated to preparing um, and gaining understanding for twenty eighteen. Uh, this episode, I am featuring and interviewing famed numerologist Lloyd Strahan, and I'm really excited to have him on the show with us this evening. Um, and we will get to him in a moment, and I'm just grateful for this experience, and I'm grateful that you're listening, and I'm grateful um, for the people that are holding on the line and listening. Um, so thank you very much. A lot of gratitude in this evening as we wind down and we're getting closer to this winter solstice on this Thursday, December 21st. And this is a point where the sun moves into Capricorn and it's also the day where we have the longest night of the year. So it's a really powerful day that's coming up on Thursday. Um, the moon shines our, la- our light and guides our way um, during this time, greater than the sun. So this is asking for us to tune into the energy of what you can't see. Um, feel uh, the shift as we tune into this female divine energy, the moon is ruled and rules the female energy, the feminine energy, and it's a powerful reflection of the sun. So just take some time to remember and give thanks and gratitude to the moon, to this feminine energy within all of us. Um, The moon is our map. The moon is the clock for the planet Earth. It's the rhythm Um, to all the changes that occur here, um, here on this earth. And so it's a really good time on Thursday to sit in the moonlight, to sit in the moon, to tap into that energy and rest and harmonize with it. Um, As we get into these dark days and we we head towards the light. So I would like to get into the conversation about um, the tarot pulls I did for 
Libra and Scorpio for 2018. For Libra and Scorpio for 2018, I did a tarot pull to find out what are their major themes for 2018 and what are their guiding forces within these major themes. So the first pull is for Libra, and the card that I received for Libra is the Hanged Man. The Hanged Man is this need and and describes this need for you to go and relax into this moment of indecision. There's a transition moment that's going on with you, Libra, that you need to gain perspective on, on, that you need to have some time to reflect on, that you need to tap into other sights, other senses that you don't primarily rely on to understand the direction that you need to go to move forward. This is a recalibration time for you, Libra. You are your own tool, and you need to adjust that balance within you to decide what makes things of balance and what makes things off balance. So there might have been a time where having adventure, going out and exploring the world, that that was your main balance. That was the balance that came before anything else. But now that might not be might need to be balanced against creating a home, creating um sort of a pillar for who you are in the community and how you choose your destiny to look for look going forward. So in helping us in helping you Libra and helping all of the Libra within us at this time, we are being given this is the ace of wands and this is a, a creative blessing. Um based on your karma, your fortune, your alignment, um, that will reignite your passion and adjust it to your new perspective, to your new destination, to the new you that you see. So this Ace of Wands is a creative gift that once you do that perspective adjustment, once you get that greater understanding of yourself and where you're headed, once you take that time to not make any moves, but just review them and understand them in your head and then decide them in your heart and then intend them with your will, this gift will be given to you. And you will have this this ability to move stronger and to move with more force because of this creative gift. Also featured in this pool for 2018 is the Temperance card. The Temperance features the angel Michael. And this card wants to let you know that you are being guided by angels. You are being assisted by angels. This new journey that you're in, this new path that you've decided is in tune and in alignment for your greater good. And you are are being assisted in it. 
temperance comes at a time where there's this great transition where we are we might be creating something out of nothing. So when we look at the materials that we have available to us, they don't seem like much. They don't seem like enough. But temperance is encouraging you to tap into that creative gift that you received, that creative blessing that you received, and look at these things in a different way and make them into what you need. It's not an easy task. For some, it might be frustrating. But it is a task that not only are you very capable of doing, but will lead you to your final destination, will lead you to these goals. So embrace that end goal, Libra. Embrace it. And remember it as you go through maybe some, again, difficult material times in 2018 and know that it's getting you to where you need to be. So next I have Scorpio for 2018. And for the Scorpio reading, I pulled Justice as the overall theme, the major arcana. Justice many many times translates into a tangible issue of legal battle, Scorpio, or the start, the start or resolution of one in 2018. But in a spiritual, astral level, this relates to karma. And in astrology, this relates to Jupiter, Jupiter's placement in your sign, Scorpio. You are going to be receiving a return on what you have put out there. If you have done things with integrity and compassion, you will net the results. If you are pursuing engaging in behavior that is destructive to your spirit or to that of others, you will return this energy. This energy will be returned to you. Know that this is a time of justice where karmic karmic debts are going to be wiped out. So all of the good you have been doing will be returned. And I don't even want to say good. I want to say um, higher level energy Things like compassion and love that you've been giving will be returned to you and the debt will be cleared. And lower level energy things like greed, corruption, deceit, those will also be returned to you, Scorpio, if that's the light that you've been living in. But again, this is this is a clearing out. So this is a rebalancing. From this point on, even if what you've been doing nets you results that you don't want, this is a decision place where you can decide how to proceed from here. So either way, this is the end of of a time for you. This is a justice time for you, Scorpio. This is the end of a period for you. And the the beginning of a new one. And the reason that I say it's the beginning of a new one is because you also have the Three of Cups. The Three of Cups was pulled. So this is this 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 karma that you will receive for what you have been doing will affect your community. And so that might mean that you grow into a new community. That might mean that you build your community somewhere else. That might mean that your community changes or you create the community that you now understand for yourself. 
So this is a building with other people, Scorpio. Sometimes this is hard for Scorpio rule people to do because they're really private and they're very selective about who they choose to spend their energy with. But you might need to break out of that a little bit, Scorpio, because this is this is a time for you connecting with others and you beginning a new journey. And this new journey has to do with your material and financial wealth because the next card I pulled was the Page of Pentacles. And the Page of Pentacles deals with starting new aspirations to receive monetary or material benefit. You are going to be learning a new trade that will grow you in very real ways, very tangible ways. will grow your home, will grow the things that you need, will grow the things that you want. In very tangible ways, you will grow through this karmic justice that you experienced in 2018. You will begin to learn and understand a new trade and new way of making money and making material things manifest. So Scorpio, this this year is really up to you. And it's never too late to decide that you are going to do things differently. So I want to encourage you to, even if you feel as if apprehensive about it, like you're uncertain about what your net result and karma will be, I want you to go in knowing that this is a clean slate either way. And then now in 2018 is the time you decide to, who you are going to be from this point forward and make the adjustments to be that. So I am going to, I am going to, I want to introduce and bring on, welcome my guest, Lloyd Strayhorn, famed numerologist, grew up here in New York City where I now live. I'm broadcasting in Brooklyn. And he's online with us. And hello, good evening, Lloyd. Hi, good evening. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? Fine, fine. It was an interesting presentation and introduction to your show. And very informative and enlightening. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, Lloyd, um, let me just... I want to say, first of all, how our viewers can reach you and contact you, and then I will remind them again. Um, But you are at www.lloyd, L-L-O-Y-D-Strayhorn, S-T-R-A-Y-H-O-R-N.com, where they can reach you and read all about you, what you do, the services you offer, and they can also book appointments with you at 1-800-581-581. Four four zero one. So I wanted yes, to, yes. and and they can book appointments about numerology. Yes, primarily. Although I am an astro numerologist because I combine both art forms of astrology and numerology. In fact, uh, there's often the question posed of me, which actually came first, astrology or numerology? And uh, believe it or not, common sense of it, numerology came first. And and if you look at the approach that an astrologer or the information that an astrologer needs 
to erect a chart of any, they have to be given a set of numbers. First of all, they have to get the month you were born, the day and the year you were born. Then they need to know the exact time you were born and the location mm-hmm. of where you were born at that time. So if you got, like, let's say it was about 515 here on the East Coast, well, it's only 215 on the West Coast, which changes right. the whole energy where uh, the sun is, is orbiting around the planet or I should say the planet is orbiting around the sun. And um, so numbers had to exist, and, and numbers, in fact, are really about as old as time um, right. because numbers do. Uh, numbers uh, as a way of metaphysically doing things. And I tell people if they don't think numbers exist or they can do without numbers, I used to place a little wager. I've, I've never gotten anybody's money, but the wager is this. Get up tomorrow because it's the day is going by for the most part. Get up tomorrow. Right. Don't use numbers from beginning to end. What I mean by this is you cannot make a call. You cannot get a call. <laughs> you can't look to see what time it is. You can't be in an elevated building. that you got to push a button floor to get off of. You can't buy mm-hmm. breakfast. You can't, dumb. you can't buy lunch. You can't get on a metro. You can't get on a... And because numbers are so part and parcel of everything we do, we take it for granted, except, you know, naturally when we get our paycheck, we want to make sure those are the right set of numbers. But exactly. Very, they're in occupation where numbers aren't used. The most obvious you go to a doctor they check your blood pressure. In fact, the uh, medical association has now changed the blood pressure rate. So that which was before, I think one over 80, is now totally different. You go to your accountant because the year is, end of the year is coming up and people are going to be filling out their taxes. So the accountant will tell them what kind of numbers they're going to get back or what kind of numbers they're going to have to pay. If you right. go to your dentist, they will tell you that each tooth in your mouth is assigned a number. So the dental mm-hmm. assistant, the instructor will know exactly what tooth to look at. Exactly. For an athlete, how would you know the score uh, or who's winning or losing? And to an athlete, one of the greatest honors to have his or her number retired from the game. Mm-hmm. Ever, ever, no one can use it ever again. As long as that franchise exists, they cannot use that number. So that is the height of respect and achievement for an athlete in the field. Well, as a numerologist, I look at esoteric, more spiritual, more metaphysical side of numbers. Numbers that can be seen or taste or touched but numbers that influence you in certain ways that is, it's really nothing short of amazing. And this is what triggered my interest in numerology. I'd always been familiar with astrology and uh, the signs and the planets and aspects, but then I was introduced to numerology way back in the day, and it led to a, a lifelong odyssey 
of me doing what I do now, that I've written six books on the subject. Um, mm. and, and, and it's just amazing. And I have this little joke, too. Uh, okay. Let's say, let's say you met the most beautiful lady in the world and you wanted to get to know her more. And you ask for her right. number and you just call any number. Well, you'll be calling till the cows come home, okay? But if you right. get the right and the right order, you get the right person you're looking for. So numbers are everything. And in fact, the phone company's business, its whole foundation is predicated upon numbers, giving out phone numbers. And mm-hmm. numbers have grown exponentially that what was standard for a 212 or a 718 in the Bronx or Queens has now been tried to, like, for example, 929 is one of the newer ones. Uh, 917, you know, it's it's just amazing that, and everything are numbers. Everything we do are numbers. The world would be such a a boring situation, I guess I could say it like that, if numbers did not exist. Um, Yeah, and numbers hold a special power and energy, as I understand, and it's a, it, it means something to have a specific number and, and, or a specific set of numbers or a specific addition of numbers in your name, in your birthday, even where you live, even in the cell phone number that you're, uh, so they, they think is just assigned to you, but is definitely destined for you. So as we go into 2018 and we, and we switch our whole calendar year number, these last four digits, um, to 2018, if you want to talk about the transition between 2017 to this 2018, and, and what does it mean for the collective? Well, for those, uh, it's very simple. In numerology, the way it works, just to give a backstory, it is simply a mm-hmm. matter of adding all the numbers together until you get one single digit. So we only okay. have well, a couple of weeks remaining before. 2017 comes to a close and forever in that sense. What Mm -hmm. is the universal influence? Universal influence is determined by taking the month, the month, excuse me, the year or the four numbers of that year. So in other words, 2017, 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 7 equals 10, and 1 plus 0 equals 1. So thus, 2017 that we're about to wrap up has been called a one universal year. The word universal implies every single one of us, but to a greater or lesser degree, will experience the influence of a one cycle. Because as you aptly said, these numbers give off a frequency or vibration. Now it's now Mm -hmm. as do 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 do, but it does. Right. Um, (laughs) It does. Look at a TV show, or if you listen to a radio station of a particular choice, each radio station is going to be signed a wave band, okay? So 107.5 is totally different than 103.5 or whatever the mm-hmm. case is. And uh, this is how you're able to listen to your favorite music versus someone else's favorite form of music. Um Numerology, in fact, uh, what is interesting, there are certain 
religious segments that feel mm-hmm. that this subject astrology is kind of like taboo or really not good for you. Uh, mm-hmm. The religious, about three of them that shall not be named. Yet, when I ask the question about the Old Testament, did you know the fourth book of Moses is called the Book of Numbers? And mm-hmm. that God is... I did not the, know that. The second day of the second month to name the armies by their name and their pole. Because in numerology, your name has power too. Your name, mm-hmm. you know, once each letter is transposed into a number and tallied to a total, it denotes your natural talent, your natural gifts, your natural skills and abilities. All of us have come on this planet if we are given a name with them. And that's one of the things that intrigued me so much about numerology as well. You can have a person born on the same month, the same day, in the same year, mm-hmm. but they have the name that sets off a different energy. And the mm. name will be talents, gifts, skills, and abilities, but the name will also indicate what signs are drawn to you. Because okay. in numer- the teacher, in other words, they come upon this planet with these God-given attributes. Well, for the birthday, it's like the pupil, what you are here to learn. So when the you know what hit the fan, why me, whatever the case is, that is how that works. But if you can get the name to with the person's date of birth, they will be more than what I describe as the right place at the right time in perfect harmony with the universe. Um, and they also become self-taught. They get their things they will learn in the house of learning, but there will also be some things they learn in the school of life which is totally different. Right. So so then so your birthday gives you gives you a base and your the the numbers that make up your the letters of your name sort of fine tune your direction, is that how you would say it? Well it it, it tells what you you've been born with. I'm sure it tells what you've been born with. Oh yes. your gifts? Yeah, this person Oh, they're natural artists, they're natural scientists, they're natural genius, mm-hmm. they're natural. Well, every single one of us walking this planet has a natural God-given gift. But mm-hmm. because I taught esoterically how to tap into it or look for it, and because we're so busy looking in everybody's backyard but ours, and so that's right. we are at what Jay-Z and Beyonce are doing, what Kanye and so-and-so are doing, what the president is doing as against saying, what are you doing? What is in your right. own backyard? In two feet. And to begin to understand your cycles, your ebb and flow of life. And um, it, it becomes nothing short of amazing because each number has an individual characteristic all its own. And that's what right. guides you. And, and again, uh, for example, I've been on Oprah Winfrey's show a couple of times, uh, uh, Katie Couric and all these other TV shows, Montel Williams. And, and you know, after people do the show or hear me on the show, mm-hmm. they'll be talking about their Zodiac sign for a couple of minutes, but then they'll get right back to the name. Yeah, so-and-so. Yeah, Lloyd. And yet numerology says that your name is just as important 
And so when mm-hmm. Shakespeare was in a name, his response to his own question was everything. Because everything. It, unlocks, it, it unlocks what you can do naturally if you were not educated. It unlocks the kind mm-hmm. of temperament that you would lean toward as a person. It would also unlock the zodiac signs that are likely to be drawn to you and even the dates of birth and the year that are likely to be drawn to you. Mm. So it's, it's, it's nothing short of amazing. And I got into yeah. it. It didn't work. I said, ah, this is too simple. The numbers don't go. Fingers. I got this. Man, that thing got a hold of me. And I haven't been right since. And it's one of the most <laughs> that has happened because I, so many doors for me. So many doors. And I just love the idea of seeing spirit within all of us, within everything and everything that is in this world and everything that has been created or we thought has been created by man or divined from God, including numbers including the the way that they're separated and organized and the information and the power and frequency behind them. So yeah, well, 2018, so that's the question for 2018. Is it a 2 or is it an 11? Because I know that 11 is a special number in numerology. Well, that is absolutely correct. In numerology, the numbers go from 1 to 9, basically. And to just mm-hmm. segue in. People say, well, what about 10? Well, 1 plus 0 is back to 1. What about 11? 1 plus 1 is back to 2. Well, yes, mm-hmm. that is true. In numerology, it has always been a given that there are two master numbers. There are the 11 and the 22. Mm-hmm. So it's not okay. just 2 anymore, but this 2 is composed of two ones, which is the master number 11. means enlightenment visionary. So if you look at the year 2000, 2 plus 0 plus 0 plus 0 equals 2. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. You look at 2018, 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 80 equals 11, and 1 plus 1 equals 2. It means, Mm -hmm. first of all, I should read those under the signs of Leo, those under the signs of Ken, and the minor way of Aquarius, will be the three signs that kind of, as I say, go to the head of the crack. You kind of skip the line. Oh. And you go. Mm-hmm. It also would include, though, anyone born on the 2nd, particularly the 11th, mm-hmm. then the 20th, 29th of any month. They will help. Also the 11th, and then the what is the other two? Um, it's the other three. It's the 2nd. Oh, the other three. It would affect the person born on the 2nd, the 11th, and then? 20th, because 2 plus 0 is 2, and then the 29th. Okay. okay. So, but they're varying degrees. For example, when you were talking about the tarot, the 20th card is called the awakening. It's a symbol mm-hmm. of a woman and a child with their hands kind of clasped looking up to or ascending up to heaven. And it means one who is always trying to raise people's, as they call it sometimes, kundalini, consciousness, mm-hmm. awareness of what's going on. Then if you take uh, 
the two card in and of itself. Two is a is a number that represents the antithesis, day and night, uh, old and young, mm. rich, uh, masculine slim. and feminine. Yes, and it rules the feminine energy. Two is actually ruled by the moon, which governs the feminine. Oh, principle. wonderful. Two thousand, as it were. This explains why women are coming into their own. So when I do lectures, I'll say, when is the last time you ladies heard the phrase, a woman's place is in the home? Well, maybe back uh-huh. in the day when James Brown was saying this is a man's world, but that's no longer the case. Women are doing things that it was a given that only a man would do that years ago, whether right. it's in sports, it's in career. And, in fact, I was, I was blessed to know the very first female motorman to drive a train in New York City subway system. Okay. And okay. People would actually be afraid to get on because she's a woman. Why would they be afraid? <laughs> well, we men got this stereotype, my dear, that women can't drive. Oh, oh, okay, I get it. I thought she was driving too fast. Okay. You know, and we seriously. My mind is already ahead. My response to them is this. If women are bad drivers, why is their insurance lower? Their car insurance is lower Mm -hmm. than ours. Why? Mm -hmm. You can't be your insurance is lower, Okay. But, you know, or people would be reluctant to get on. Now it's nothing for women to drive trains. There's nothing right. for women to drive planes. And all the things, it was a given. If this is a man's right. world, for the case. So guys that's got this Neanderthal mindset that a woman should walk right. behind them and as against beside them, are going to have problems, even in, I think, in Arabia, somewhere in the Middle East, women will start driving cars next year. Women yes, in Saudi Arabia. Women will not be able to be stopped. Now, this is not right. a bad thing, because women are the givers of life anyway. So why can't they do this, that, and the other? Why can't a woman, her imagination and her goals and dreams, just like men are allowed to do? Although there's still a double standard that I, as a man, if I date a much younger woman, it's okay. If you, as right. a woman, date a guy, well, it's not okay. And then we want a brand you call you Cougar or whatever the other names are out there. But yet without right. women, we do. How can Eve come from Abel when ever since they all know in the laws of biology that all life comes through a female form. And about the only female that doesn't give life is the seahorse. She gets pregnant. Right. And the, the, the eggs to the, to the guy, and he's got to walk around until it's time to eject him from his stomach. Amazing. Other than that, three species of animal, no matter how high from the low to man down to the lowest amoeba, Okay, I guess they're female amoebas too. But they all give life. And it's all coming through women. So imagine if women ran for 100 years. There wouldn't be no talk about North Korea. And my nuke is bigger than your nuke, although there's some psychological 
references to that. Um, mm-hmm. Women are yes. The women will never take out a, a nation of people or a country. They, will, they just won't do that. But they will be dangerous. No, because the woman, the feminine energy is about preserving. That's because they, they are the bringer forth of life. So it's, it's a different type of, it's a, it's a holding of the energy to grow it as opposed to when you don't have that connection and it might be a, a different perspective. Well, that is the point that without women, we don't exist. I mean, what sounds better, mother nature or father nature? Mother nature, of course. And then the mothership. The fathership. The only time a nation pro- proclaimed the fatherland, Germany, went out of business, okay? You just don't go against the laws of nature, which is always the feminine principle. And which is this always is why the feminine principle. The men who abuse women, they don't realize that the woman, their mother, could have made a decision that you don't come into this planet this time around. And the fact that it is allowed. You know, you women are awesome. And that is the century mm-hmm. we're in. So not only is this the 21st century, but this is also the age of women. And to give you mm-hmm. an example, last, just earlier this week, they found out it was the black women in Alabama that turned everything around. Women and, and this is... Turned it all fun. around. Yes. And notice how women are coming out now about all the sexual harassment. Notice it's not the men, it's the women. And women are putting... Women have had a very powerful week. So I'm saying guys that have mistreated women, they're about to get their comeuppance, okay? They're about to get there. Okay. So, so, So what I'm saying is this is what 2018 is about. It adds up to the master okay. number 11. But one plus one is two that rules the feminine principle. So women will really be doing some more powerful things in the years and the century ahead because this covers the 21st century. Uh, This would explain the femininity in men because of the feminine principle. Mm -hmm. The the mores we have now with each other back and forth. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot. But for all of us who are going through this 11 universal year. It means if you are mm-hmm. a Cancer or a Leo or an Aquarius, you will be the beneficiary the most of the year. Or if you're born on the second of any month, particularly the 11th of any month or the 20th or the 29th of any month, you too or they too will excel. Uh, for Aries and Scorpio, they will be a little bit more challenged. And this goes for anybody particularly born on the 9th, the 18th, or the 27th of the month. The moon has its fall in Mars. This, these are some of the astrological laws of harmony and disharmony. And um, so everybody gets a turn. That's about the most high creator. Everybody gets a turn. You get I have I have a surprise for you, Lloyd. I had when I when I started the show, I had a, a caller on air who was waiting for you to get a, get a reading. So I don't know if you would like to do this. I have his name and his birthday. Bye. I tell you, I was um, so busy. My mouth and time is going by, so 
So please let's get that caller on the way to so patiently. Okay, yes. Um, his name is Melvin. Melvin's on the line, and his birthday is September 10th, 1960. Melvin, can you hear us? Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for taking my call. How are you, Melvin? Okay. All right, sir. I'm okay. Thank you for your time, sir. Very, very good. Melvin, here's, let me describe you in a nutshell, although there is so much to you, uh, only because of the time. When you okay. gave me your birthday, September the 10th, you are a What you might not have known is numerically you are a one because you're born on the 10th day and one plus zero is one. So one represents the first principle. They're the first to do this. They're the first to do that. So, for example, you could have been the youngest of your brothers and sisters, but the first to leave home, the first to go to school or finish school, the first to get your job. Or you'll notice that they'll say, you know, Melvin, you're the first person to ever do this, or you're the first brother to ever do that. But Because the number one always represents the first principle. They're independent, self-reliant. They don't like to be dictated by other people. They do well in law, medicine, or science or become managers, supervisors, directors, heads of departments. Your birthday, Melvin, by the way, also tells me how glasses or suggests that you should wear glasses because your right eye is a little bit weaker than your left eye. Do you wear glasses, Melvin? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Okay. Is, uh, do you know which eye is a little bit more astigmatic? I said primarily the right eye. Uh, what is it in your case? Which one is a little bit more sensitive? Do you know? Uh, I think uh, my I think you're right. My my right eye. Actually, mm-hmm. I do have a doctor's appointment coming up for my for my eye exam. Oh, not only because each number rules a part of the body. The number one rules the eyes. It rules the heart, heart palpitations, irregular blood circulations, and the lower back as well. Okay. Uh, it's interesting. You did your name under the Chaldean system? It suggested there's one of your parents could have either been a Libra or a Taurus or born on the 6th, the 15th, or the 24th of any month. It also indicates, like your birthday, 6, which is the name that the, the number that the name added to is a number that deals with law, so there's one. Uh, the name also indicates you do well with real estate and banking but in a supervisory way because you're number one. Again, ones are not followers. If anything, they're leaders. They take the lead. They give direction. They give focus. Also, tell us this name that you're basically always uh, a little caution and deliberation, and yet at the same time, sometimes people will feel or misinterpret your being conscientious or be having control issues, that you like to always control the situation. Uh, so so that has to be understood too. But you're very original, fiercely independent. Your key numbers are the one, four, and five, which means your best days are always on a Sunday, a Tuesday, and a Wednesday. And your best months, therefore, would be in the months of February, April, August, and November primarily. And so well, thank you, thank you, Lloyd. I have um, 
I hope that Melvin has received this information um, for his greatest being, being and, and well-being and uplifting. And thank you for doing that impromptu um, here on the line. I really appreciate it. And thank you for being here. I know I don't want to tell the backstory of how it came to be um, for you to be on this show, but it was definitely divine timing. And I really appreciate and give much gratitude to you coming on my show, uh, this, this baby that I am growing. And thank you for the information. Well, it would be an honor and a pleasure. First of all, it is an honor and a pleasure for me on, and it would be an honor and a pleasure to be back whenever your time permits. Awesome. Thank you so much. We will do, most definitely. You have a good evening, and we'll connect soon. Hey, good enough. Good enough. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.